This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. Just as a reminder, if you'd like some more information about what you hear during today's show, feel free to give us a call at 808-791-2924. You can also visit us online at the rogroup.org. While at the website, you can click on our radio page where you can check out our past shows and you could subscribe to our show. So anytime we produce a new show, you get a notification anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Google Play or Spotify. And also please don't hesitate to reach out with um, any questions and to set up a face to face meeting. Well, through much of our personal and financial lives this has been completely upended by COVID-19. It yep. may still be possible to define and, and achieve some financial goals uh, through all this mess. Um, we're going to talk about that today, um, but before we jump into it, um, we're coming back off of our, our COVID-19 break. Uh, it's good to be back in the studio again, finally, with my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, great to be with you. Yeah, it's good to see you, Greg, and great to be back doing the show now every week again, and it's just been kind of crazy, hasn't it? I mean, with COVID-19, it's really upended our lives. And I'm I'm starting to wonder if it's ever going to get back to normal, uh, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have a new normal or if things will ever get back to the way they were pre-COVID days. Uh, I'm hoping uh, they'll at least uh, be closer to that <laughs> anyway. But I imagine this is the time to really look at your finances uh, because of everything that's going on. So I'm excited about today's topic. But first, how are you? Uh, are you keeping busy? I know that you're willing to do uh, virtual meetings with your clients. You know, there's a lot of different ways to do that, uh, Skype and Zoom. So you're still uh, working hard, aren't you? Yeah. And, um, you know, crazy might be the understatement of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just so weird, you know, not having um, when you watch baseball and seeing the cardboard cutouts and the fake fan noise and you know there's no there's no concerts there's no movies it's just a weird weird time but i do have faith that things will get back to normal i mean herd immunity or um, a vaccine you know fix everything and and i i see it coming back eventually but who knows how long that'll take so in the meantime we have to make adjustments um i've used my time pretty well you know i've i've updated my uh, my logo um brand new website is up i started my second book uh, i've been just basically servicing the clients, keeping everybody, um, make sure they're balanced with their risk tolerance. And everyone has really hung in there really well, I'm proud to say. Um, so it's now time for us to get back in the studio and try to adopt to a new normal, temporary or permanent, who knows. But I wanted our first show back to be obviously touch some topics about COVID-19, but how we might be able to use this time to better our finances. Yeah, and there you go. That's that's what we need to be doing, and I'm glad we're going to talk about this today. 
you know, with all this chaos in our personal and financial lives right now, it's it's probably easy to forget that it is still possible to set some basic financial goals and really a good time to take a second look at where you're at. So why don't you get us started? Sure. Yeah, I've got three articles um, that I'm going to reference on today's show. So the first one is titled Five Money Goals If You're Still Employed During COVID-19. And this first recommends you try and turn some of your previous expenses into savings. And the entire article is available on nerdwallet.com if anybody's curious and wants to read it. So maybe... uh, you're not driving your car as often. Um, And along those same lines, maybe you're relying less on Uber or Lyft. And perhaps your daily lunch or coffee spending has dropped because you're working at home now. So instead of turning those savings into a new or unnecessary online purchase, you can use them as a new source of savings. So I've often talked about having at least six months uh, worth of living expenses saved up as your emergency fund. Now I get for some folks that can seem like an impossible goal, but earmarking the money you're saving from your reduced casual spending during this pandemic uh, might be a good place to start. Right. I would assume that it would be. And I've certainly heard that, you know, having three to six months of living expenses saved up is a good strategy But if some of our listeners may have already reached that noble goal, I think most of us are still working on that, what else can they do with the money they're currently saving on things like gas and dining out? Yeah, great question. Um, There's a couple things that you may want to do with that money. Um, First, you could use that extra money to help pay off some debt. Um, Secondly, you could funnel some of that money into your retirement savings. Well, yeah, and I mean, paying off debt or beefing up the retirement savings. It's hard to see how you could go wrong with either of those things. Uh, What's next? Well, I'm guessing a fair number of our listeners today have or know someone that has student loans. So as part of its response to the COVID-19 crisis, the federal government has suspended most student loan payments interest-free through September 30th. Now, simply put, that means that any payments that you make to the student loan until September 30th will go directly towards the principal. Uh, And that's something that could end up saving you a a fair amount of money in the long run. Ah, okay. I see. Uh, That makes sense. So uh, it sounds like a good option. Are there circumstances where it might be a good idea though, to instead use your normal student loan payment for the other expenses? Yeah, I'm glad you said that, um, because if the interest is halted on the student loan, you can redirect that to something that that is charging you interest. Um, So like credit cards. Exactly. We've talked about that on the show before, right? High interest debt is like your worst enemy. So if you have um, some credit card debt, you might want to take that normal student loan payment and divert it towards the credit cards. Uh, Another option would be to dedicate that money to help build that emergency fund, that six month fund that I mentioned. Um, Just bear in mind that the payment suspension on the student loans ends on September 30th. So your strategy should take that into account. Yeah. Take advantage of the payment suspension that's going on right now. If you can is what you're saying, but just know it's not going to last forever. That makes sense. And Uh, How else can the money we're saving from reduced expenses uh, during this time of uh, COVID-19, how else can we utilize that? Well, I think boosting your 401k contribution is another reasonable option if your emergency fund is, say, healthy and you're already at that three to six month level and you are managing a credit card. It's fine. There's not a lot of credit card debts. 
Uh, if you're considering maxing out your 401k this year, uh, doing it while prices are low or up and down in the market uh, means that you're going to get more returns, you know, when the market does rebound, as we saw, you know, in the last couple of months. Right. And yeah, we have seen that. And uh, the market volatility is interesting. Nobody knows where it's going to go. I think, you know, we're less than 100 days out from the election and people are wondering, uh, you know, regarding the election, will the outcome affect my income? Right. <laughs> yeah. I like this. I, I just wanted to work that into the show. <laughs> yeah, that's well said. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, you've given us some common sense, uh, attainable goals uh, that I think a lot of our listeners may be able to implement. Uh, what's next? Well, uh, another potential way for maybe our listeners to be able to save some money is by taking a closer look at their mortgage. Um, it's possible that current uh, the current situation in the economy may provide uh, a lower interest rate uh, for you. And in fact, as the article I mentioned notes, uh, interest rates are actually about a full point lower than they were a year ago. Uh, going back to, to May or June in 2019, we're about 1% lower. So refinancing um, could help uh, put some money in your pocket or get rid of some of that payment. So our listeners should note there's often an increased demand for refinancing when rates dip. So it might be more difficult uh, than it was a few years ago. And the qualifications might be a little more strict too, but if you're still working, credit's good consider uh, a refinance to save some money. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Refinancing. Now, uh, that's interesting. And in fact, my wife and I did that uh, because the rates are low. We decided to refinance. We had a 30-year and we refinanced it down to a 15-year, uh, but our payments didn't change. How oh, about that? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, oh, that's a great, great way to do it. Yeah, I, I think so too. Well, this has been a, a great discussion, and I know that you want to uh, keep this discussion going regarding uh, some COVID-19 financial strategies, uh, and maybe we could examine uh, some of the bills and debts we need to be focused on uh, during this time. And, and I like the idea of being as strategic as possible, even during challenging economic times, or especially. Uh, so how do you get us started with this? Well, continuing, Tony, um, I'll, I'll reference my second article um, that we have today, and this is uh, from CNBC, and this one was titled, uh, Which Debts and Bills Should You Pay Off During the COVID-19 Pandemic? And the title goes on to say, here's what most experts say. So the article focuses on potential strategies for paying your bills if you've lost your job. Now, unfortunately, as countless news stories have detailed, this is the position that millions of Americans currently find themselves in. And the article suggests making housing your first priority. And for many people and families, you know, housing is the largest and arguably most important expense. And under normal circumstances, failing to pay your rent or mortgage could lead to foreclosure of eviction. And certainly the ramifications of that can be financially most emotionally devastating. Well, I, I would imagine it would be. And honestly, I would have guessed that uh, housing would be considered the highest priority. After all, everybody needs a safe place to call home. Uh, what else does the article say about housing? Well, some good news that um, is many states and cities have put that, that eviction freeze into place and that may provide a degree of protection for some renters. Uh, and additionally, renters and homeowners may discover they do have some wiggle room to postpone their payments. Um, but that being said, 
it's really critical to remember that you're still obligated to pay what you owe. So whether it's rent um, or the mortgage payments, you may end up having to make all of those delayed payments at one time, or um, what some of the mortgage companies do is give you a few months to catch back up on all of your back payments. So we don't want to get into the trap where, oh, we can delay these payments and then take our extra money that we're getting and then just, you know, have a hard time catching back up to it again once it's like due. So ultimately just continuing to pay your rent and mortgage may be the strongest move you can make so you don't end up behind. Now reach out to your landlord or your mortgage company to see what options they have and you could work um, with some potential solutions. Yeah. And I think this is probably a good time to take a moment to remind our listeners that working with an experienced financial professional like yourself, uh, a financial advisor and planner can help you design or adjust a financial strategy that will help navigate the current economy and the recovery uh, in creating or changing a, a financial strategy. I know it can be challenging in even the best of times. So you want to get a second opinion on where you're at. Right now, it's a great idea, and I know you're offering a complimentary consultation to give folks a second opinion on where they're at with their finances and where they're headed, right? Absolutely. And I, I couldn't agree with you more on that, Tony. And and these times, it's really good to have an advisor, you know, just a, a voice, you know, of reason, uh, someone who can take a look from the outside in your financial situation and reassure you or get you back on the right track. And the article um, that we're referencing here from CNBC notes that you should consider as your number two priority, what they call medium priorities, what's next is your utilities and your car payments. So once you've addressed your number one priority, the rent and mortgage, you need to devise a game plan for these next expenses. So making sure that you're up to date on your vital services like water, sewer, electricity, gas, uh, can help you avoid the stress that may come from getting behind on these bills. So uh, additionally, um, falling behind on utilities can sometimes mean you can accumulate fees. In some cases, it could even mean you don't qualify for the energy assistance programs. Uh, and of course, worst case scenario is having your utilities shut off. I mean, I don't want that to happen. No, no, mm -hmm. that's that's not good. And, you know, earlier in the show, you mentioned that somebody may be able to reach out to their landlord or their mortgage company to find solutions that may provide some relief if their income is down during this time. Is there anything like that with utilities, though? Um, well, many utility providers have hardship programs that may allow customers to defer some of their payments. Uh, so it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, and then the other side, the other medium priority, as the article cites, is the, is the car payment. Um, that should also be part of your strategy. You know, missing multiple car payments uh, under normal circumstances would lead to repossession and losing your car. But there are some options now where you can actually defer and skip these that are a little bit different than what the mortgage companies are, are doing. Oh, I see. Uh, that's good to know as well. So, uh, what kind of options do people have if they're in danger of really falling behind on, uh, say, their auto payments? Well, if you find yourself uh, struggling to make your payments, you may want to reach out to your lender uh, to see what options there are. But most of the major auto companies, including Ford, Toyota, uh, Nissan, are currently waiving late fees and offering payment deferrals. And unlike the mortgage, where you either have to make them all up quickly or over a short period of time, most of these are just added to the end of your loan or lease. Um, so 
these are actually pretty good um, situations to take advantage of if you're pinching penny, uh, pinching, pinching pennies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, pinching dollars at this point, right? <laughs> uh, and this has been a great conversation so far. And uh, folks, today we're talking about uh, potential financial strategies to get yourself through this COVID-19 economy. Uh, an eye-opening conversation today, Greg. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, for the remainder of today's show, Tony, um, I'd like to discuss retirement. After all, the title of our show is Retirement Paradise. And the reality is for some people, the COVID-19 economy most likely or maybe would, will delay your retirement. And the third article I'm going to reference today is uh, from The Motley Fool. This one's titled Five Reasons You Didn't Want to Retire Early Anyway. <laughs> this one was really interesting because it explains <laughs> that pushing retirement a little into the future might be a, a blessing in disguise. Well, I'm on board with talking about retiring whenever we can. Uh, because I'm sure a big chunk of our listeners out there probably rate retirement as one of their top financial concerns. Like, how are you going to pay for everything in retirement, right? Yeah. And the first interesting point the article brings up is that uh, that you might actually find uh, retirement boring. People are bored in retirement. Uh, in fact, a 2016 Federal Reserve study found that a third of retirees change their minds about retirement and end up returning to work in some form. Uh, so it seems that a good number of retirees simply just don't adjust well to the new non-working lifestyle. Oh yeah, that's true. And I can definitely see how some people might have, you know, difficulty filling the 40 hours that made up their typical work week in retirement. Right. Right. Exactly. And, you know, going from a life uh, with lots of structure to a life with very little structure can be really jarring for some people. And along those same lines, some people may also find they just don't like the simple life. If you retire when you're 65, you may have to live off the money you've saved for roughly a 20 year retirement, uh, maybe more, we're living longer, which is good. But you know, the earlier that we retire, the longer your assets have to last. A combination of savings and retirement income tools is how most people build their retirement savings. But the fact is to make it all work, you're probably going to have to make your budget a little leaner. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. But am I right in guessing that for some people giving up some of the things they enjoy in an effort to build a leaner budget isn't appealing? I'm guessing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, the, the cold reality is a lean lifestyle is a limited lifestyle. You know, as you work toward retirement, you probably have some sense your lifestyle is going to have to change. But once you actually get there and understand the things you have to give up, going back to work might not seem like the worst idea you've ever heard. Uh, and depending on your situation, Social Security can also be a major factor in retirement, especially for those who retire early. Uh, in most cases, the earliest you can claim your Social Security is when you're 62. But when you file before your full retirement age, which is going to be somewhere between 66 and 67 for most people, uh, you could be slashing your benefit by as much as 30%. If you wait till 70, your benefit will have reached its maximum value. And leaving that much money on the table could certainly make your retirement a little leaner. And, and all this information can be found um, on our website or directly on ssa.gov. Sure. And I think that's really important. Uh, uh, a leaner budget, though, isn't going to be appealing, but, you know, you might have to do it. 
But how how do we look at Social Security? How does that play into this, and and how is that calculated? Well, the uh, Social Security benefit, um, how it's calculated, is somewhat complicated, and I won't bore our listeners with the details. But basically, Social Security uses your your highest paid thirty five years of earnings to determine what your benefit is. So our listeners should note if they retire with less than thirty five years of work, those missing years are all calculated as zeros. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's good to know. And uh, I I bet uh, zero is usually a bad thing. Uh, What do you have for us next? Well, one of the main things and concerns in retirement is healthcare. Uh, Healthcare expenses are one thing that can make retirement a little bit more challenging. So remember, most cases, Medicare won't kick in until age 65. So if you're retiring before then, uh, you'll need to pay for healthcare costs out of pocket if you don't have the benefits set up through your employer. Um, Costs vary depending on what state you live in, but generally speaking, you can expect to pay uh, around 500 a month in premiums. But remember, beyond the premium, you'll also have to factor in co-pays, co-insurance, deductibles, uh, medicine. So there's a lot of other factors that go into healthcare. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, obviously, uh, the longer you work, the longer you'll be able to rely on your employer-provided health insurance. Uh, What do you have next? Well, another potential drawback to early retirement is simply a lack of financial flexibility. Uh, Though you might have some frustrations with your job, the fact is your paycheck provides you with a lot of flexibility. So also consider that you'll likely get a raise every year and perhaps even an occasional bonus. Um, With all these things, they help protect you from increased expenses. Without your paycheck, it can be harder to address emergency expenses or even some smaller spending mistakes that most of us make from time to time. Yeah, and what I've been hearing you say, Greg, and I think the point uh, for this show today is that retirement is all about finding that timing, that sweet spot, uh, because if you retire too soon, you might find yourself bored and with less money in your pocket, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's well said. Um, And the good news is there may be some alternatives to early retirement. So for example, if you dislike your current job to the point it's making you consider early retirement, look into work that you might find more satisfying. Or if it's commuting to the office every day that's getting you down, why not examine potential workplaces that are closer to home or maybe remote work possibilities or even self-employment opportunities? In fact, you might be able to turn a hobby you're passionate about into a new money-making business. Ultimately, going through all the scenarios as well as your options before you retire is always a wise uh, strategic move. Well, yeah, I would I would imagine it is. So uh, I think this has been a great show, very insightful, but we've run out of time, uh, of course. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Greg? Uh, yes, real quick on, on the flip side, with all that's going on in the world today, you might find yourself actually wanting to retire sooner than you thought. And if that is the case, you're going to need a strategy you know, as soon as possible, or at least it's a simple financial checkup. So if you have any questions about your financial strategy, I encourage you to visit my website at therogroup.org or call my office 808-791-2924 to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions, address your concerns, or put a solid retirement strategy in place. It's our goal at the Retirement Optimization Group to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for.
All right, and that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunn. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.